You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. Primary character in Genesis 39, 23 is Joseph. Joseph had a rough patch in life. He went through some stuff. Let's consider a couple of things that he went through. Let's, let's consider what he went through with his brothers in uh, Genesis 37. 37th chapter of Genesis. Let's see what he went through in reference to his brothers who did not like him because of his his attitude. Joseph was young, immature, and and just said and did some things that his brothers didn't like, but they took it too far. So consider Genesis 37, verses 27 and 28. His brother said, come let us sell him, or Joseph, to the Ishmaelites. And let not our hand be upon him. Because they thought about killing him. For he is our brother and our flesh. And his brothers listened. Then Midianite traders passed by, so the brothers pulled Joseph up and lifted him out of a pit. They put him in a pit, sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver, and they took Joseph to Egypt. They purchased him for 20 shekels of silver, but they were going to take him to Egypt to get more money. So he was free, but his, his kinfolk sold him into slavery. Put him in a pit. We're going to kill him. Decided not to. Sold him into slavery. So when he got to Egypt, for a minute, things started to go pretty good for him. But then, he had trouble when it came to his uh, boss's wife. So let's consider that. Genesis 39, and we'll start at verse 11. Ready? But it happened about this time when Joseph went into the house to do his work, and none of the men of the house was inside, that she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me, but he left his garment in it in her hand and fled and ran outside. And so it was when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and fled outside that she called to the men of her house and spoke to them, saying, See, he has brought into us a Hebrew to mock us. He came into me to lie with me. And I cried out with a loud voice. 
And it happened when he heard that I lifted my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled and went outside. So she kept his garment with her until his master came home. Then she spoke to him with words like these saying, the Hebrew servant whom you brought to us came into me to mock me. So what happens is I lifted my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled outside. So it was when his master heard the words, which is why he spoke to him, saying, your servant did to me after this manner, that his anger was what? Then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined, and he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy, and he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. So we see two types of trouble that Joseph went through. He went through trouble as a free man concerning his family. And he went through trouble as a slave concerning his boss's wife. And basically when you consider both of the texts, Joseph was actually living the opposite of what his name means. His name means the Lord will add, increase, make fruitful, or prosper. That's what his name means. But again, when you consider both passages that we went to, he was living the opposite. The opposite was happening to him. Or breaking it down instead of good taking place, bad was happening. Our names but not Joseph. But how many have ever experienced bad when you were looking for good? And, and sometime in, in hindsight, you wonder if it was better, especially when you're immature, as a sinner versus a saint. And some folks look at it to the point to where they would rather backslide than stay in the church. Don't you do that. Bad will never outdo good when it comes to a child of God. You're going to experience bad. But bad will never outweigh or outdo good when it comes to a child of God. 
And, and we only need one verse to really understand that. Romans 8 and 28. Which states, all things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are the call according to his purpose. Does not matter how bad it becomes. Is not going to outdo good. I don't care if you hit rock bottom. You get the worst report you can get. Good cannot out. Well bad cannot outdo good. When it comes to a child of God. You're a child of God. Touch yourself and say, it does not matter what I'm going through, which may be bad. Bad cannot outdo good because I'm a child of God. And you got to know that. You got to know that all things going to work together for who's good? For your good. It's going to work together. For your good. There are certain things that we have to do when bad is taking place. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to do certain things when, when bad is taking place. We, we can never get to the point to where our focus is complaining about the bad. If God is truly omnipotent or all-powerful, no doubt he allows bad to happen for a reason. You agree? You believe God is sovereign? In charge? And sometimes it's not us as free moral agents that choose bad. Sometimes God would just allow bad to happen. So if God allows it, it's got to be some good in it. Why? God is good all the time. And all the time God is good. So if God is good, if he allows bad, that means good going to come out of it. Whew, I got to go on and ask somebody real quick. Do you believe what preacher just said? Shout your answer. Let's consider one thing. Let's go to Hebrews. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 5, verse 8. This is what the Hebrew writer said about Jesus when Jesus was going through bad ready though he was a son yet he learned obedience by the thing 
things which he suffered. And suffering is bad. Right? It's going through a bad time. I said suffering is going through a bad time. But notice again, though Jesus was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Say to your neighbor, you got to learn when you're going through a rough patch. You got to learn. You got to learn something out of what you go through. If you're going through something in your body, it, you got to learn from it. It's something you need to learn from. It. If you're going through something in reference to your children, you got to learn something from it. If you're going through it financially, you got to learn something from it. That's the whole thing. See, some, some folk go through things, but they never learn in order to become better. They never learn and apply certain things in order for it to work out for them in a positive way. We can't be ignorant when it, when it comes to bad happening in our life. We got to learn from it. Though he was a son, or Emmanuel, Jesus in flesh, he learned obedience through not just one thing, but through the what? Things. He what? So that means Jesus went through a whole lot of suffering, not just on the cross. He went through a lot of suffering. How many in here have went through a lot of things? Yeah, we done went through a lot of things. Yeah, we have. We done went through some stuff. We done went through some stuff. Some, some people don't even know you done went through it. But my question to you, what did you learn from it? Or did you learn anything from it? I'm going to be the first to, to admit that there are some things I didn't, I didn't learn nothing from in reference to suffering. I was just praise the Lord, get me out of this, and I was just glad to get out of it. Didn't learn nothing. Came out of it ignorant. And then when I went back through it, I did the same thing until I learned better. See, you, you can't just hate for bad to come. When the Lord allows it to come, you, you just got to learn from it. You got to learn from it because remember, no matter how rough bad is, it's not going to do good. When it comes to who? So don't backslide. Stay in God. It may get rough, may get hot, but count it all joy. Why? Because you're going to learn from it. You're going to learn from it. And when you learn from something, you're going to get better. Would you agree? 
If you learn from something, that means you're getting better. The underlying meaning of learn is to follow a course of instruction. Theologically speaking, if God allows us to go through something, he going to instruct us how to deal with it while we're in it and how to come out of it. He'll make a way of escape. He'll make a way for you to come out of it. But if he's going to make a way, you have to be focused in order to receive instruction. You got to receive know-how how to deal with what you go through and how to come out of it. Because if you don't, if, if you don't receive that know-how, you're going to be destroyed. And you can be a child of God but be destroyed because you're not listening and following instruction. Remember what Hosea said in Hosea 4 and 6? God's folk are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Now he went on to say that because they, they rejected knowledge. But some folks don't, don't be listening for God. And God will instruct you directly and indirectly. Right? And so we, we have to be open to listening to him so he can fulfill what he promised in John 16 and 13. Using the Holy Spirit to guide us into all truth. You can never allow bad to fulfill its ultimate purpose, which is to get you, child of God, out of God's will. And you know the worst place to be is out of his will. Let's flip it though. The best place to be is in his will. It may be bad, but if you in his you in the right place. It may be hot, may be rough, may be fiery, but if you're in his will, you are in the best place you can be. Nothing like the will of God. You agree? And, and so you, you, you have to stay there knowing that, that I'm where I need to be. I am where I need to be. And so, contextually, Joseph ended up in prison. And that's where the text takes place. He, he's, in, he's in prison. And back then they called it in the Hebrew, uh, 
English term, a dungeon. It was an underground prison. Underground. But Joseph, despite being in a bad situation, kept his focus. He kept his focus. What do you mean? He continued to live justly or by faith. Even though he was in prison, he kept living right. He kept doing what thus saith God. And it was, it was evident, no doubt, to the prisoners that were there. But if you'll notice in the text that it was specifically evident to the keeper of the prison. The person that was in charge of the prisoners to the point to where, if you'll notice, he had put Joseph in charge of a particular thing in the prison and didn't even try to peep or look in to see if he was doing the right thing. He knew Joseph was a person of honor, a person of integrity. Look at the text again. I don't want to lose y'all. Y'all still with me? Well, let's look at this text one more time because we finna deal with it now. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything that Joseph that was under Joseph's what? He had told Joseph what to do, and he trusted Joseph to do it. And so he knew, no doubt, because of his integrity, at least I believe this, that ain't no way this man done tried to do such and such to his boss's wife. Because I can trust him. I don't even have to worry about him. He's going to do the right, right thing. But get this. You'll notice as it continues, the keeper of the prisoner also knew that God was with him. Why is this so big? The reason this is so big is because the Egyptians were polytheists. They believed in the worship of more than one God. But, but notice the text. He knew that the one God, he didn't say the gods were with him. And, and, that, and that was Egyptian talk, that the gods are with us. This person must have done something that angered the gods. No. Notice, Joseph's witness has been so strong to where here an Egyptian, the keeper of the prisoners, is now knowing that there is one God. When you do right, when you live right, folk going to take notice 
and will be convinced that there is one God because of your integrity, because of the way you live. Again, here, here, here we are in Egypt of the text. But this man believes that there is one God simply because of what he has saw in, in Joseph. In Joseph. He is now saying the Lord is with him. That's what he recognized, that the Lord was with him. And you know when, when, when God is with you, it's going to be evident in a lot of ways. But especially in what you say. I said especially in what you say and what you do, which originates in your, in your mind. So Joseph was in prison, but his mind was right. His words were right. And his deeds were right. He did not allow being falsely accused cause him to act out of character. I said he didn't allow being falsely accused to cause him to act out of character. Whoo, I got to deal with this just for a minute. That, that, there are certain bad situations that's going to come just to see how you're going to I was hoping y'all was going to help me finish that. <laughs> Say to your neighbor, there, there are certain things that's going to happen <laughs> that are bad. bad. And you're going to see how mature you are. <laughs> if bad happens and you start cussing everybody out, Saying and doing the wrong thing. You ain't mature. You may be even unbackslid. Notice the implication. He continued to do the right thing. Even though he knew, man, I'm in prison and shouldn't even be here. I shouldn't even be here. I'm in prison. And if I'm not, and if I'm not mistaken, was in there twenty plus years. That's sad, isn't it? But in prison, he was able to be trusted. Able to be trusted. And again, the the the, uh, the jailer knew. God with him. He with him. I got to show you something based upon that. Y'all stay with me. I'm almost there. Let's go to Psalm. Book of Psalm. 46. Psalm 46. Y'all get that. Say I'm not preaching. I ain't down yet. Now these little pages trying to stick together right here. 
They uh, they try and stick together. Notice this, uh, Psalm forty-six and eleven. The Lord of hosts is what? The God of Jacob is our what? When God is with you, He's gonna be your refuge. He's gonna protect you. And he's gonna prosper you. And, 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 and the one way based upon the text that you go know God is with you is because he's protecting you. Or he's prospering you. And, and what I love about the text, the primary text, is that the Lord was with Joseph and prospering him even though it was a bad situation. Do you know right where you are right now? If, if, if you, you are in a bad situation like Joseph, that God still can prosper you in that situation. Man, th this is one thing I, I just really want saints to grasp. Even when you're going through sickness in your body, if, if you would just discern, God is still prospering you. Even when it seems like every time you get money, you're happy to get it, but then you have to turn around and loose it. God is still prospering you. When you're hoping for one thing, but something else happens, I done been there, have you? What I mean, you're hoping for good, but then bad happens. You're still prospering. Look at this text. You got to see it in the text. God changes Malachi 3 and what? 6. Jesus Christ the same. Hebrews 13 and what? 8. You got to see that God will prosper you even in a bad situation. He'll prosper you even in a bad, help me. But, but your mind got to be right. As a person thinks in his heart of mind, so is he or she. Your mind got to be right. If Joseph was, if Joseph was living right, he had to know God gonna cause all this to change. God gonna cause all this to change. And see, if we're going through something, we gotta have in mind again, Romans 8 and 28, this gonna work out for the good. That check that I was looking for didn't come, but this going to work out for the good. Lord, I, I thought I would at least have such and such money, but I ain't even got that. I'm, but it's going to work out for the good. Man, I've been feeling better, but the report still didn't turn out the way I wanted it to turn out. But it's going to work out. I got to move on and say to your neighbor, you got to see good. When bad is happening. Woo, look at somebody else say, you got to see good. When you, you're deep in a bad situation. 
to see good. Look at, let's go back to the text. I'm closing with this. Notice this. Back in Genesis 39, 23. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority. Why? Because the Lord was with him. And notice this. And whatever he did. He in a bad situation. All of us see that, right? In prison. But whatever he did, the Lord made it what? Bad, but whatever he did, good came out of it. Even when you're expecting good and bad comes, it's still good in it. That, that, that didn't get y'all the way I wanted it to get you. Even when you're expecting good and bad comes, it's still good in it. Why? Because you're a child of God. And when it comes to a child of God, all work together for the How many things? Look at how Romans 8 and 28 is lining up with this verse. Everything he did, who caused it to prosper? Everything. Everything. Lord, I was expecting good, but, but bad came. Yeah, Walker, but it could be worse. Lord, I was expecting 10,000, but then but seven come. Yeah, Walker, but at least you got something. And it ain't over yet. Lord, I just got this fixed, but then this tore up, and I got to get it fixed. Yeah, it did tear up, Walker, but look at all of the stuff that's still working. Look at your neighbors and you got to see good, even in a bad situation. You got to see good when? Eventually, a situation arose in Egypt that could nobody deal with but God. And who God gave the capacity to handle it. Guess who that was? Joseph.
a bad situation came up, and guess who, who could easily deal with bad because they had been through so much bad? Joseph. You can't become an expert of how to properly handle bad if you do right when trouble happens. I said you can't become an expert at how to deal with bad if you learn how to properly deal with it in reference to the scripture. Some of us, we done been through so much stuff physically to where you ought to be an expert of how to deal with it. Some of us, we done experienced pain to the 10th degree. Well, you ought to be able to tell folk how to deal with pain. Some of us have been so broke to well, you ought to be able to tell folk how to deal with having no money. You understand what I'm saying? And when the problem came, when the bad situation came up and, and Pharaoh was about to panic because he couldn't find nobody to, to handle it. Then all of a sudden, he found out about Joseph. And told him, said, look, get Joseph. And so they went and told Joseph, Pharaoh wanted to see him. And before he went before Pharaoh, they cleaned him up, put him on some right nice clothes. They did. Cleaned him up. Put him on some right. Had, had him presentable before he went there. Remember, whatever, whatever Joseph did, God caused to what? Prosper. It didn't stop in the prison. See, God will prosper you in bad situations. But then, what, what, every situation you get in, if you do right when bad happens, God will continue to prosper you. You'll be to the point to where everything is going well, but you still prosper. You getting even though you don't need certain things. You still getting stuff. You experience in Luke 6 and 38, the good measure, the press down, the shaking together, and the running. You experience in John 10 and 10. He came that you might have life, but, but have it more abundantly, more abundantly running, more than enough and so he, he got out well he went before Pharaoh Pharaoh told him look I had a dream about this that and the other so I'm trying to figure out what I need to do long story short Joseph, Joseph he wasn't even bothered about what he said about the problem he was having told him point blank what does saith God because he was a prophet and so God had told him what to say to Pharaoh. When you are in the will of God, God will talk to you about what to do about your cold. Woo, I done broke it down now, y'all, y'all. He told, he told Pharaoh what to do about a crisis that was not only taking place in Egypt, but was taking place throughout the world. God can give you insight about how to deal with the trouble you have on your job. But you got to. 
You got to listen. And, and sometimes it's going to be so simple. He, he, when, when he broke it down to Pharaoh exactly what his dream meant and told Pharaoh, it was so plain to Pharaoh to where Pharaoh didn't argue with Joseph, period. And, and, and Pharaoh said, well, who can I put over all this to make sure all what you said is happening? Long story short, Pharaoh said, you. You going to be over it. And guess what happened? At, at that moment, guess what happened? God was causing the wealth of the unjust to come into his hand. But let me, let me show you ultimately what happened, and then I'm going to be done. Y'all all right? Okay. All right. Y'all all right? So let us go to, uh, let's see where I want to go. Let's go to Genesis 41, I think, is where I want to go. Now, I'm shortening this for time's sake, but Genesis 41 and 55. I want you to consider the bad that happened to Joseph that I shared with you, just those two little things. But notice verse 55 in Genesis 41. Ready? So when all the land of Egypt was what? A famine was taking place. The people cried to Pharaoh for what? Then Pharaoh said to all the Egyptians, go to who? And whatever he what? You what? Go to the one that is brothers sold for 20 Shekels of silver. And that Potiphar ended up making a slave. His wife falsely accused him. He went to prison. Go to him. Go to him. It's like a fairy tale. Like a fairy tale. He done went from the very bottom to get this. On paper, having the second most important job in Egypt, became the governor of Egypt. But in God, he really had the number one position in Egypt. Pharaoh didn't know what to do. Look at, the look at this 55th, 55th verse again. Pharaoh told all the Egyptians to go to who? And, and, and notice this, whatever. Whatever he tell you to do, that's what you do. A poly theistic man and get this Pharaoh 
when a person came into the position of being a pharaoh, that person was automatically deemed a god. Automatically deemed a god. And here this little god is acknowledging the true God through Joseph. Whatever he tell you to do, because Joseph let him know the reason that, that I'm able to tell you this is because of my God. Whatever he tell you to do, that's what you do. Look at how bad in the worst kind of way, worked out for Joseph's good. Y'all ain't happy yet? God is no respecter of person. I'm done. I'm going to stop right there. Let's get up. Yeah. Jesus.